Welcome to Forbes Talks. Joining me now is Barry Collins, a contributor here at Forbes. Barry, thank you so much for joining me. Hi. Great. So I want to talk about ChatGPT, which has really gained popularity recently. First, can you tell yeah. us what it is? Well, it's a, it's an AI system that basically starts to chat like a human, almost scarily like a human. In fact, uh, it's the latest version of this, this system that's been released by a company called OpenAI, which Elon Musk was involved with at the start and uh, as, as various investors. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big field at the moment. And uh, this is just one of the latest developments. And how recently did this latest development come out? Uh, only the last week or so. It's it's suddenly gone massive on social media. I'm sure lots of people have seen conversations being uh, posted on Twitter and stuff. But yeah, it's it's a real real new uh, arrival on the scene. And why do you think it has gone so viral? I think just because the sheer sophistication of the conversations and the range of stuff it can do. I'm I'm I I sort of interviewed it. It's uh, it's writing poetry, it's writing songs, it's writing tweets, headline stories, blog posts. I mean, you can there's pretty much anything you ask it to do. It, it at least has a stab at responding, um, and it's pretty terrifying what some of the stuff it's doing. So you interviewed it for Forbes, and you called it a liar in your piece. <laughs> can you explain? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was asking it about the ethics of AI and, and what it felt about uh where it was ethical for for the ai to to behave like a human being and it, it gave me some pretty straightforward answers and some pretty good answers um and then i was sort of running a bit dry so i asked it to write a poem for me about the ethics of ai which it did and it did it twice in fact it had a sort of stab at a more humorous version and it's not going to win any awards for poetry, but uh, it, it had a go so what level of self-awareness i guess does this technology have I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think it's self-aware. I think it's it's trying to, dis, to to sort of enter conversations like a human being and does so very convincingly a lot of the time. Um, but I think it's just sort of generating answers based on lots of text from training that it's it's taken in the past. I don't think we're quite at the point where the uh, the AI is completely self-aware. And you asked it this question, but I want to ask you what you think. What are the examples of the good that AI has done? I mean, where do we start? I mean, there, there's lots of stuff where I think AI is a badly misused term, in fact. I think for a lot of mach machine learning is just called AI and it all falls under this bucket. But there, there's all kinds of good that it's doing in terms of uh, manipulating data. So, you know, even through the COVID uh experience we saw uh where to ai was being used to sort of where to target resources and, and stuff like that so it, it's had huge impacts in the medical fields and you know in the technology fields that, that we work in 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 terms of uh looking at data sets and being able to intelligently decide where to use something um but you know the, the, i think ai gets a bad rap in the press from people like me a lot of the time but um it actually does a lot of good you also asked it if it was misused. Do you think it's mis misused? Yeah. I mean, uh, and in fact, it gave me a pretty good answer about cases where it's been misused, you know, in terms of badly trained data and uh, it being used uh, to, to sort of uh, for stereotyping, for example, of, of certain races and uh, genders. So, you know, there's 
there's definitely cases of misuse in the past and these cases are good, like pretty much all kinds of technology. And I think one of the most interesting questions that you asked it was, do you think an AI being trained to respond like a human is ethical? What do you think about that? I think as long as you know that it's an AI behind the scenes, I'm okay with it. I think where it starts to get shady, and you know, we see it all the time on the internet nowadays. If you, if it says, come and speak to our advisor, and you know full well, that's not a human behind that, that's a computer responding to me. And that's what I don't like. I think where computers or AI pretend to be human beings without letting you know that, that I think that's unethical, I don't think that's correct. Uh, I think if you're told up front, you know, you're speaking to our AI assistant and it responds in a human-like manner, I've got no issue with that. And what did you learn from your experiment and your entire interview? <laughs> I, I learned, it, it terrified me to some extent. It was, um, it's amazing the degree to the sophistication that what this AI can do now and the degree of the answers it gave and the, there wasn't a lot of nonsense in there. There wasn't a lot of stuff that would immediately trigger me to think this is an AI. And this, I knew it was, and it was battering out answers at a rate that no human could. Um, but the stuff I've seen this week from chat GPT is just mind blowing. The, uh, it, 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 honestly, it, it, it's terrifying how, how good it is at the range of stuff it can do, uh, whether that's writing code, writing poetry, uh writing blog posts it's it's astonishing it really is what's the most staggering thing you've seen from chat gpt this week uh, i think the part where someone managed to convince it to write code and, and write what's called a virtual machine so it, it it actually created a piece of software itself and then ran that on amazon servers and i think they had to shut that down pretty quickly because they they realized this thing was basically generating code all by itself but and you know that that was just someone playing with it and experimenting with what it can do. And suddenly this thing's off writing its own software code. That that in itself is is pretty staggering and pretty dangerous, in fact. You seem to be kind of in the middle of terrified of ChatGPT and completely <laughs> astonished by it. So overall, is your response what other people are feeling as well? What has been the response to this? Yeah, I, I, I think that is, I think people are generally staggered about how good this thing is. And then going, you know, blimey, this is this is terrifying stuff. This has got the potential to be absolutely huge. And if it's not controlled properly, uh, then it has some pretty big implications as well. I mean, people were using it this week, for example, uh, to to write effectively viruses uh, to create the code that would launch an attack on a website. Uh, you know, you can easily see how something that's intended to be used. Uh, harmlessly suddenly gets misused in a very in a very scary way. So how do people put safeguards on this so things like that those implications don't happen? Well that that basically boils down to the creators and OpenAI, the company behind this. They've got to be careful about the parameters of what they allow this software to do. And and as we've seen uh, throughout the week as, the, as they allowed this system to be used by anyone for free and we've seen that some of the stuff that it was doing at the beginning of the week is now is now being curtailed. So they're sort of learning as they're going on themselves. They're, they're stopping the uh, chat GPT from answering certain questions or writing code in a certain way um, as, as people have found these exploits, if you like. 
So are they giving ChatGPT, in a sense, a conscious? I think that's overplaying it. I don't think it's. I don't think it has a conscience. Um, I think it 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 works within parameters of what it can do, and uh, you know, as the AI said to to me itself, it it can only do what its its human overlords, if you like, allow it to do. Uh, it's it's to some extent it, it doesn't have free will. It, it can only exist between uh, you know the A to Z of what what the the company allows it to do. And I'm seeing a lot of people like yourself using this for fun on social media. It's really been fun to see how it's been used. But what do you see is the future for this software? That, that That's really hard to say. I think it's, you know, it could, it could have so many uses um, from, from writing journalistic copy to, to stuff like I do uh, to, uh, you, you know, being a chatbot on shopping services i can easily see this software um fitting straight into that market um I, there's all kinds of things it could do and all kinds of purposes it could be put to um and you know right now we're just seeing it in in text form of course if you marry that with voice and and google's already here to some extent and you know devices like alexa but if you can marry this kind of intelligent conversation in ai with a voice product as well you know, the, the the implications there are pretty huge. The possibilities certainly sound endless. Do you see in the future this technology replacing humans in different jobs? I, I think it really is. Just in some extent, you know, in, in, in our industry, financial journalism, there, there's a certain amount of financial journalism that's written uh, by AI already. Uh, you know, in, in all kinds of industries that there's AI nibbling at the edges, if if not taking over human jobs. I think it's it's certainly inevitable for a certain amount of, for, for want of a better word, drudge work, where it's it's just churning out copy. Uh, I think that that is very likely to to move over to to AI, um, and I think the more creative stuff uh, is is more likely to remain uh, in human hands. Hopefully. Hope, fingers crossed. We will definitely keep our eye on this. Barry, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you.